I did it while I was scared. Now it is one of the things that brings me joy. It connects me to people all over the country and the world. Welcome to The Christian Podcaster. This is the show that introduces you to Christian podcasters and where you just might find your new favorite binge listen. Our guest is Jennifer Eichenhorst. Her podcast is Accidental Hope. And Jennifer, welcome to The Christian Podcaster. Thanks, Eric. Hi, guys. I'm glad to be here. So excited to have you here. You've got a really great podcast and and journey um you know so your your show is accidental hope tell us a little bit uh, kind of about you and and what uh just about you and kind of where god has you right now sure well i am probably the the one you would least expect to be a podcaster and so i am um Today's my birthday, actually. I'm turning oh, 40. Well, I didn't know that. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I don't get that's to interview people on their birthday very right? often. 42, yeah, that's so, great. It, it's not so yeah. bad, right? Do you remember hearing that it was bad? It's not so bad. I'm not worried about it. I'm, not, I'm okay with it. I've made peace with it. I'm, I'm excited. Um, it is a pandemic year, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. But, you know, it's all good. Um, do, do you have plans? Yeah. Well, we're going to go have dinner um, after when my husband, he's a coach. So I'm married to a coach. I guess I'll get into that. I'm married to a coach. So, you know, it's a strange football season, but man, they're trying because um, old habits die hard, right? <laughs> Football's, they're going to try everything they can to have a season. So it my is. husband, um, we're planning on going to have dinner and um, probably run up to our church. My children are getting to be a part of the youth Sunday. And so we're going to watch rehearsal for that. So that'll bless my heart. If you're a parent, you understand that like, <laughs> that's pretty, it's like a birthday present in itself to see your kids, you know, serve in that way. So, um, that's the plans for right now. And I'm good. Um, we, so I am a, a middle school math teacher okay. in Texas and we have four children and animals like i mean it's a crazy house over here <laughs> like we're <laughs> we're that family all right what <laughs> has a lot going on do you have crazy pets um okay so we we have we got a quarantine puppy so oh. along with the other two dogs that weighed 75 plus pounds we now have a puppy that we rescued um, we have four turtles. We have a hamster. We have an inside cat, and we also feed neighborhood cats. <laughs> oh man! Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and my children are ages um, seventeen to eight. So there's you know anywhere from dating and college applications to preschool yep. and. Totally you know. get it. That we've got uh, yeah. we've got an eighteen to nine, right? That that's our range. Yeah, four, four so kids. You got a range like us. We've yeah. got one in every level: college, high school, middle school, and elementary. It's crazy. Try parenting oh, everybody. Oh, like, you know what I mean, right? That's like, our next year. Yeah, that is that's next year. <laughs> it is yeah. just wild. Well, that's very interesting. Okay, so you're an, you're an animal family. I love that. What do you love that is not podcasting? Okay, don't make fun of me, but I'm, I mean, I will never do this in public, but I love dance fitness. Oh, okay. Okay, I follow Refit Revolution. 
Okay. And so you can find it. They're YouTubers and they have, um, you know, on demand. And so I love uh, dance fitness. Um, I, I think it makes me feel young. <laughs> <laughs> I will never do it in public. It takes me back to my glory days of being a cheerleader. But um, so I do that for fun. We, we started biking in um, – in our family, everybody has a bike. This was a quarantine thing, which was huge for me because of my personal story. Um, getting on a bike and being okay with everybody else being on a bike. That that took a lot of courage, but we love it. And it's something that we can do as a family. Um, Waco, where we live, has lots of awesome trails. You know, there's the river, there's the lake. Um, lots of different um, places we can bike safely. So we've been we've been doing that. So that's something recent, but we love it, and we plan to do that more as a family. Very fun. I love that. Okay. Well, that that tells us just a little bit about you. So how long have you been podcasting? A year and a half now. A it feels like is it normal to say that? But it was um, a year in March. So yeah, it's right out of a year and a half. Very nice. Okay. So year and a half. What, uh, so what were you trying to do with your podcast? You know, um, it was kind of just, I had been interviewed a couple of times. I was asked to go on three different, um, and, and ironically, I didn't know any of these podcasters. Well, they just had kind of found me. And heard my unique story and asked if I would come on their show. And each one of them started to put the seed and plant the seed of, Jennifer, you have a podcast here. You have a, you have a, a, a I don't want to say niche and make it sound cliche, or, um, but you have a very specific ministry that can really touch a lot of people. And I had been praying for a way to help people like myself. And I didn't know how to get outside of my circle because the people within my inner circle, it's very rare that we would have this in common. Um, so I knew that in order to really help someone else, I needed to reach beyond my um, close influence. Mm -hmm. And this, this was a way. And so... <laughs> I taught myself how to podcast Wow! <laughs> using YouTube videos. And I had a great mentor named Michelle Bentham from Blooming Inspired Network. And really, I've just taught myself. <laughs> I love it. I think that's yeah. fantastic. I, you know, so many of us start that way, right? There's a lot of people who teach you how to podcast. Um, it's out there. You just go look at, look it up on YouTube. I remember doing that early on, right? Looking up things on YouTube, like, how do I get this to do that or how do I integrate this or whatever. Right. And then, and then yeah. you just make it happen Learn as you grow and grow. Yeah. And, um, listening to other people, um, other people's shows and kind of jotting down, what do I love about this show? And, and what's so funny is before I knew it, I realized God had put a lot of tools in my tool belt that I never knew. Wow. Um, yeah, because, uh, I'm an online teacher, you know, and that, that kind of came about because of um, my niche too. And I had already started getting used to hearing my voice and recording and kind of understanding a little bit about audio and signal and, um, and getting just comfortable. Right. 
Um, but I was talking to middle schoolers. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit, it's a little bit different and a little less intimidating than strangers, you know, wherever. Um, that's pretty but, interesting. Okay. okay. I want to touch on this yeah. because I think okay. it's so fascinating because I have kind of a similar story. I, I often, um, I tell people that I, uh, spent 10 years in a call center. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's, that's just awful. Like when I think about it, that's, that's a tough <laughs> life being spent that long in a call center. But what I praise the Lord for is that that's where I really learned to ask a question and shut up, right. And just be quiet. Like, nice. you know, to sit there or to ask the question behind the question, right. To be able to listen to, mm-hmm. um, you know, the tone in someone's voice when they say something and know that there's something else behind that, that I want right. to be curious about and go figure it out. I learned that by being a podcaster. It sounds like, or by, by being a call center representative and then, um, you know, becoming a podcaster, uh, I realized I was using the same skill just in something that I actually cared about. That was pretty cool. Right. Yeah. So you well, sounds even like talking to strangers. I think that, yeah. that yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. I think that absolutely was God, you know, kind of ushering you in in some ways. Yeah. yeah. So, so the point for our friends listening is, look, you don't know what God's going to use. So be mm-hmm. encouraged, you know, wherever you are, if you're even, you know, thinking about starting a podcast and you're not sure what is going on or what, like what skills you might bring to it, it might be that God has put that in your heart because he's been preparing you for it for a long time. Amen. I absolutely agree with that. 100%. Yeah. So that was your yep. experience too. Yes. And it was so funny where I remember when I did my first recording and I thought, just pretend you're teaching your students. There you go. You know, just go in instead of teaching about equations, you're now talking about this Bible verse or your why. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and just, just get through this lesson and, and you'll be okay. And, uh, you know, I remember just thinking I probably feel more nervous than I sound. And, um, that it's okay. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to be authentic. And I'm only really there for one anyway. I'm only really there for God and God can work out the rest. Yeah. Boy, I love that. Okay. So what was your most significant obstacle you had to overcome? Um, honestly, I knew so I'll give you a backstory um, for those that don't know. So my accidental hope was because I was in a tragic car accident in 2016. And I know that my, my subject matter is personal, extremely personal. It's extremely sensitive. It is, um, it's dealing with PTSD and grief. Um, it, it can be hurtful. Um, so my biggest hurdle was understanding that there could be pushback and persecution. Mm. Um, And deciding that what I felt God calling me to mattered more than the what ifs. Um, Were you expecting persecution? Absolutely. Did you receive it? I haven't. I haven't. I've had excellent feedback. Um, You know, I really expected it from social media. Um, Right now I feel like the people who seek and maybe Google search my topic um, 
they're needing me. They're needing this voice. They're needing this place and community. But to the outside world, nobody ever really thinks about me. So the accident that I had, I, I unfortunately um, was at fault for the, for the death of an innocent person. I hit a motorcyclist. And that is, um, you know, like I said, extremely personal. It's sensitive. It can, it can you know, uh, not just ruffle feathers, but deeply wound people. Or, you know, you have um, previous, um, I guess, judgments about certain people like myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's completely natural, human, and of the flesh. It's normal, right? Um, but so I, I see the persecution in things like, let's say, an article about that has already gotten a lot of press. Um, there, there is absolutely persecution. Um, there is absolutely room for that. Like, how dare you um, exploit something so painful for someone else? Um, I asked my, de- my dearest friends to give me some challenging questions on purpose to, to handle it with love from them first to prepare me. And one of my dearest friends said, how are you going to feel if the family of the deceased um, doesn't like what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, and uh, or how are you, you know, how are you going to answer if someone thinks that you're doing this for attention? Yeah, so is the concern that you would use something that happened to you that was tragic and someone else lost their life uh, to build a platform? Like, so you're right. bringing it to yourself and to, to kind of make yourself, right. you know, for whatever reasons you might have. Right. That's what right. you thought. So yeah. I can't. So what I've done to combat that is take it one step at a time and really just consider the one Um, the one person that might need that message because I know in my heart of heart, my heart and God knows my heart. And I know that people who have accidentally killed someone, that is a real thing. Unfortunately, 40,000 Americans are uh, affected every year by car accidents and that's car accidents alone. That's not even, you know, hunting accidents or boating accidents or you know whatever Um, and uh and that's not even worldwide you know and as far as i know i'm the only one in the entire world speaking to this audience wow so i know that they matter you know they they matter um because they are people they're still human and they still have children and spouses and lives and they need to know the gospel and they need to know that they are forgiven and that they can still have the fullness of life, that they are not bound by shame. And um, so that kind of keeps the fire going in me. So. Yeah, I love that. So doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So one of my questions is always, who's it for, but it's for, uh, people like yourself right yeah it is right now that's what it's for it's um for people like myself and and whoever who has maybe suffered 
any kind of traumatic accident where it's associated with guilt or shame. Um, anyone who possibly is grieving an accident to where maybe they are wrestling with forgiveness of the person who is at fault. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I've wanted to quit a lot of times. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, Wait, why? You know, like, uh, I think I was like, why am I even doing this? You know, why? Um, who am I? You know, uh, who am I to need, um, you know, who gives me the authority? You know, uh, is this really even helping? Um, is it even worth it uh, that the possibility of persecution or that my children might be like, wow, your mom's a podcaster. That's weird. (laughs) You know, uh, whatever. Um, There's just the negativity. And I know that that's the voice of the enemy um, because I really did pray about it for about six months before pulling the trigger. Um, the, The seed was planted like in July. And then again, kind of like, I guess that, September and then November and just December. And then I finally <laughs> pressed publish in March. There you go. Yeah, how do you, how do, you do your show? Not let it go. Do you talk or do you interview people? Um, a little both. Um, if a topic is really, um, my first three episodes were just me talking. And then my first guest was my therapist came on the show. Um, love him. And, then I just look, kept looking for God to open opportunities and reached out to people that I knew were like myself, um, a couple of authors. And, um, you know, God, I just made a list of things that, you know, that list of people I know. Well, I read a list of what would I have wanted to know that first year after my accident. And I was like, you know, I need, I need someone to talk about different types of therapy. So I sought people out and then I was like, you know, I need, I really need, um, people like myself so that we know that we're not alone. It's not just one random lady from Texas who yeah. might be just overdramatic <laughs> or really self-absorbed. But as I got more people who are like me, men, women, all ages, um, I think it gives us more it's more valid or I don't know, validity. I don't know what the right word is. Um, I teach math, right? But, um, (laughs) but, but it just made it more, um, personable and God just kept opening doors to where I, uh, I made a list of like reaches, like they'll never respond. And people did. Yeah. Right. You know? Okay. Tell me who, like, who was, who was somebody that you were like, they will never respond, but I'm going to try because I need, I need to see. Well, the first one was, you know, I was interviewed for The New Yorker, which was, I thought, wow. God was like, God had to have done that. Um, it's a nationally published, yeah. you know, Alice Gregory. Um, so there was an article called The Shame and Sorrow of the Accidental Killer. And this came out in 2017. It was one of the first times I ever told my story. And um, here I am she's all the way in New York and I'm way over here in Waco and she only interviewed six people from across the country. And I was one of the six. Wow. And that was totally God, you know, I mean, I didn't, I'm not special. I mean, um, so I, I emailed, I responded to her email. She emailed me back. We set up a time we talked to her and she, um, interviewed me about my experience 
Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. So the year later, for the year anniversary of that article coming out, I interviewed Alice. Wow. And it was really funny um, to find out her thoughts about what she wrote. And she said it was still um, one of the most shared pieces of her entire career, had wow. the most feedback on that article in her entire career. Um, so I knew that, I mean, I knew that there's a lot of people curious. So she's a big one. I was really honored that she would take the time and she totally like flipped the switch on me and became the journalist. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right? she's, so, she's a professional. Can't help it. Yeah. That's I'm like, Hey, I called to ask you. And then she's uh, asking me. <laughs> I love that. That's such a yeah. great get. I love that one. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah I but, can, I can see where that would be huge. Right. Cause it's such a, yeah. it's such an emotional topic. Right. It's just full of so right. much drama and pain that, you know, people are drawn to, to that right. kind of thing. Yeah. And here I am. I've had a person who's also delivered a Ted talk. So Marianne Gray. So she's done a Ted talk and she's also been on my show. There you go. Um, and I love her. And then, um, just recently Darren Strauss, who is a New York times bestseller and he came on my show and nice. he's also a caddy like myself, caddy, is capital C A D I, and it means causing accidental death or injury. And um, having both, having all three, having any of my guests, they they all, I love them all. I love them all. I literally love them all. But those were like, whoa, you know. I I just felt honored that they would take time to spend time with our listeners. But um, really humbled by that. But that was, you know. But every guest is important to me. I, yeah, of course. So but some of them sure. stand yeah. out. And I think, I think the ones that stand out to you tell us a lot about, you know, you. So I think that's great. What have you learned about yourself through this process? Um, I think I learned that, um, that, that it's okay to practice what I preach, that if I really believe in redemption and um, grace, forgiveness, all those things that it's really is okay for me to be doing this. If I was still hiding, um, then I probably, I'm not practicing when I tell other people. Um, it has um, allowed me to, to open up about honest things, especially within the church and mental illness. Mm. Um, and I think. How so? Um, you know, it's just, there's so many things about, you know, just keep praying or are you praying hard enough? Are you, are you, um, you know, especially if you're depressed or, um, suffering from anxiety and you might feel that you're not doing something right because you're praying and it's not going away. Um, and that not a lot of people talk about the fact that they need therapy. We need counseling. We need, um, ideas about different types of therapy. Um, there's so much out there and it's just not talked about enough within the Christian community in my, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and so, uh, it's one of those things where I've made it where I talk about it and I'll post it on my, on my feed. And I'll wear the T-shirt that says, I see a therapist. And and I really am passionate about ending that stigma. And if people 
you know, talking about me, um, that's between them and the Lord. But I, I feel confident in doing that, which I think podcasting has helped me do that. Yeah, it, it gets easier with practice, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. And I've, I've really learned to enjoy it. I, I wasn't sure about it. At first, I just did it. Did it even though I was scared. I was scared to death. I can't even tell you how scared. I was literally terrified. Um, but I did it anyway. I did it while I was scared. And now it is one of the things that brings me joy. It connects me to people all over the country and the world. And and I feel really honored to be to hear the stories that, you know, that people have shared with me. So yeah, I love that. I, you know what? That's what you say is so true. I think all of us were scared at the beginning, right? When we first start out and it gets easier as you go. Mm-hmm. I was terrified. I just remember being so scared. Um, and I didn't, and, you know, I'm, I'm just talking about the spiritual journey. I'm not talking about, you know, something as sensitive as what you are, but um, that is this is the message, right? Do it scared. Go ahead and do it anyway. I know do you're it scared. scared. It's okay. Yes. It's It's hard to put yourself out there. But what you find out when you do is that, uh, just like you said earlier, even though you you expected maybe some people wouldn't like it, um, it turns out people respect it, right? And they'll say yes, and they'll come on. Yeah, and it gives new perspective, and and I just I feel like it's healing. It yeah. is healing. Or you learn as you interview other people, and you do the research before your interview. You're growing as a person. Even in your topic, I mean, whatever topic you're deciding to talk about, you're going to grow and learn and your worldview will change. Your worldview will open up. You'll be able to relate to other people. It's, it's awesome. It really is. I, I can't. It has been the greatest surprise and blessing of my adult life. Wow. I so love far. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've started to say that, um, podcasting is more about personal growth than it is about, uh, audience growth, right? It's yeah, about oh, for sure. personal yeah. growth. And if you That's approach it, the bonus. right. And so many people come on the show and told me already, uh, you know, I made the show for me, right. I made it cause I needed it cause I wanted to hear, mm-hmm these stories. I wanted to talk to these people. I think that's a hundred percent true and it's a hundred percent. Okay. So friends, what show do you need? What show do you, do you want to hear? Who do you want to talk to? Um, and what what kind of friends do you need? I think that's really important. Um, Jen, I, I appreciate you sharing just a little bit of your story with us. What's next for you? I started, um, I'm, I'm still trying to get myself to be brave enough to put up a few YouTube videos oh, nice. and maybe translate, you know, like put it, the recordings onto a YouTube platform. I'm working on that, but I, I've written a book and I'm in the editing process. So we'll see. Maybe When's that? That's the, uh, the, the goal is, um, you know, 2021. Okay. Yeah. Are you, how are you doing that? Are you doing that on your own? Or are you going to, I'm probably going to gonna self-publish. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've talked to a couple agents. Um, most of them say a memoir, which is what it's kind of written like right now, is very difficult to get published. But it really is the story and heart of um, my healing journey, and and I wrote it for myself. So that's all. And my children who want to read it maybe someday when they're older. Yeah, I love that. Well, that's cool. Writing a book—that's awesome. Take, yeah. That takes a lot right there. Were you able to write the book because you'd podcasted? 
I think so. It really um, inspired me how much um, sharing your story is empowering. Yeah. It is. And, and you know, it, it, re- it, was, it absolutely was a part of healing. Um, to know that if I share my story and my truth in, a, in an authentic way and a, in a caring way, then that's what matters. And what people do with that, that's, that's on them. That's between them and the Lord. But it helped me to share that. So Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, well, your uh, website is accidentalhope.com. People yeah. can find you there. Of course, you are wherever great podcasts are, which is like everywhere. Just go in your app. You're in the app already, friends. Just go ahead and flip over there to listen to more of Jen. Also, you were on Halfway There not too long ago. Yes. So um, it's been a year maybe already. Has said, it? No. I don't no. know. I think it was January. Was it? Okay. It feels like a year because 2020 has been the longest Because 2020 is a decade. Yeah. Okay. But you've, you, you've been on the show recently, and so that's good. Yeah. You guys can hear more of Jen's story more in depth if you want to get that halfway there as well. Um, where can we find you on uh, socials? Um, any, like Facebook, um, a lot. I'm there more. I need to learn Instagram you know, get more familiar with Instagram, <laughs> but either way. Uh, and that's, that's about it. Facebook. Okay. Or, perfect. Yeah. Very good. Accidentalhope.com. Jen, thanks so much for sharing a little bit of your story. I appreciate that. Um, Thank fr- you, Eric. friends, this is brought to you by Christian podcasters association, which is our free Facebook group. You can go find that on Facebook. And, uh, if you want, we have go to Christian podcasters association.com. I'm inviting you there right now. Uh, we have a free bronze membership where you can get a uh, free video series and downloads that include exactly what I do when I prep my guests to come on my show. If you're a Christian podcaster, you really it'll, it'll take your game up a notch, and that's totally free. Plus, we have some paid options if you're interested in that. Uh, that's ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com. Check it out now. Thanks a lot, Jen. Thank you.